بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم uh, first thing i got a message to repeat the two books so because there are three books i'm using but the two books that are easily available for you number one is called munajati maqbool munajati maqbool urdu is widely available sheikh ashfali tanwirum latala English translation is by Khalid Beg, and he has translated the title as the Accepted Whispers, Accepted Makbul Whispers Munajat, Munajat Makbul, the Accepted Whispers, translated by Khalid Beg, gifted to me recently in South Africa. Second book. Muhtasar al-Hizbul A'zam. Now this is a little bit tricky because you will find the regular al-Hizbul A'zam. Number one, that's a bit long. Number two, in that original edition, because that was originally many centuries ago, so the people then, they could easily recognize which du'a's Qur'an, which is Hadith, which is from some Salaf Salihin, Wali, etc. Later, today people, they can't recognize these things. So one aspect of the Mukhtasar al-Hizbul Azam isn't just that it's shorter, it also has everything clearly identified, highlighted, referenced, and etc. Okay? Now, there was a very famous alim in Sheikh Muhaddith, many of you have heard his name, Sheikh Aladi, Sheikh Malana Muhammad Zakaria al-Kandilvi, it was his great desire that al-Hizbul Azam should be abridged and then referenced. So he had a student, Malana Sufi Muhammad Iqbal Madini, Rimalatala. He then lived in Madina Manara. He is the one who per- did that act. So that is available here in this country in Urdu as Muhtasar Al Hizbul Azam, and the Ikhtisar was done by Sheikh Malana Muhammad Sufi Iqbal Madini, Rimalatallah. And it's also English translation is available, and you can see those of you with me pocket book size. Okay. And third thing before I begin is I actually. I'm going to skip some of the slides because there are just too many of them to finish in time. And there are some very important ones that are a bit later on. Uh, but enough, it will give you enough of an idea, like I said. Okay? Uh, and obviously, they've actually even already put the whole presentation up on the internet. I just... You don't need money for that. No. Okay. So, next du'a from Qur'an al-Kareem. So, I've actually... Skipped a few slides of some other du'as of some other anbiya, so move to the second thing. Uh billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Rabbana kfir lana wa li ikhwanina al-lazina sabakuna bil-iman. Wala taj'al fi kulubina ghillan lil-lazina amanu. Rabbana innaka raufur rahim. Something you may be picking up on now is that many times these du'as come in threes. Inna Allah witr wa yuhibl witr. Nabi Akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that Allah Taala is singular one, and He loves that which comes in odd numbers. But that's not required. You will find du'as in pairs also. You will find those that are single also. You may even find lists longer than three. Here, number one is that du'a Rabbana fir lana. That Allah Ta'ala please forgive us. And all of our fellow believers who are in the past, there are ikhwan in iman. Now when we make this dua, we are including in the dua 
all of the Ummah of Nabi Akram Sallam and every Ummah of every Nabi all the way back to Sayyidina Adam salam. So this is a very important dua to make. In just these few words, hmm? Five words or so, you end up making dua makfir for all of the Ahli Iman from the time of Nabi Adam salam up till now. Now why is Allah Ta'ala training us to do this in Qur'an? Because you're supposed to have that feeling in your heart. You're supposed to feel that thread of humanity, even beyond the end of Islam. But our nisbat is with all of Ahli Iman from Insan. All of them. Alright? And so it's a very important dua to make. And obviously it also connects the person more to the Ummah of Nabi Akareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Second, وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلًّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Very important dua. That Allah Ta'ala never put in our heart, kulub, or in our spiritual heart, the heart of our batin, the heart of our ruh, any ghil. Ghil means malice, spite, hatred, ill will, negative feelings. For who? لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا For anyone who has iman. I'll give you an example. Sometimes you find some, let's say there are two brothers who are in business. And so one of them has jealousy for the other. So one way you explain to them, That's what you say, that look, this is your brother, what's the matter with you? You're having envy and jealousy, and in any case is wrong for anyone. But you try to explain to them, but this is your brother. Hmm? So this is Allah SWT saying, this is a person from Ahl Iman. Whatever they did, or whatever bad attribute they have, due to which you may be feeling some anger, or hatred, or malice towards them, but at the same time they have iman. Why can't you focus on that aspect? And this is a very interesting teaching, and this is a, also Sunnah of Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which he taught, and we did that for you in several bayanat. Sayyidina Anas, he said that the Prophet turned to him and said, that, O oh, Anas, if every morning and every evening, you can clear your heart from all ghil, the exact same word, all malice, ill will, bad feelings towards fellow believers. So he said, yeah, I can try. He said, but then you will be on my sunnah. Hmm? This is my sunnah. Hada sunnati. This is my sunnah. So this is Quran and Quran and sunnah, that we should not have any hatred in our hearts. So sometimes people ask this question, but what can I do? It happens. I know I shouldn't feel anger, hatred, malice towards fellow believer, but it happens. I'm angry with someone, I'm feeling bad feelings towards someone. Because they did something to me, they betrayed me, they hurt me. So what am I supposed to do? This dua. <laughs> Read this dua. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Why are you so perplexed and shocked and amazed that what you're supposed to do? Just hidayat and rush, make this dua. That's it. How will this dua Remove that feeling from my heart. Don't, why do you have to ask that question? Allah hmm? Akbar It's like somebody telling me that I make dua ehdina siratul mustaqim and surafata. How will that sentence give me hidayan siratul mustaqim? La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. And Allah Ta'ala said it. That's it. <laughs> you know for certainty it will happen. This dua, if you make it, it will take the ghil for believers out of our heart. If you have it, and the original meaning here, literally, is to prevent it from entering in the first place. So that could be another reason. For example, somebody says, I don't understand what 
Oh, she's my classmate, everything was fine, but all of a sudden I find a lot of anger and resentment for her, and I don't know how this started. Answer, you never made this dua. You were supposed to have been making this dua to Allah Ta'ala, You didn't make the dua, you didn't ask Allah Ta'ala to protect you from this coming, this bad feeling coming into your heart, so it came. That's why you feel it. Third part of the dua. Rabbana innaka raufur rahim. Now the nisbat here, now the connection, is what when you're asking Allah Ta'ala that you don't want ghil for others, you're basically saying, Allah Ta'ala, make me roof and rahim. Now you might be thinking roof and rahim are words used for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. First, if it has alif lam, it's khas with Allah Ta'ala. And those of you who remember your Qur'an Kareem at the end of Surah Tawbah, when Allah Ta'ala describes Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu what does Allah Ta'ala say about him? وَبِلْ مُؤْمِنِينَ رُوفُ rahim. So this attribute of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be ra'uf and rahim. Ra'uf means gentle, compassionate, overlooking, able to absorb. And rahim means forgive, merciful. <laughs> Alright? Anytime a word, of, 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 any one of Allah Ta'ala's attributes comes for any ghairullah, even the Prophet Sallallahu is ghairullah, then that means it's an attribute that means you're supposed to have. So whether that's Ruf or Kareem or Rahim, we are supposed to be all of those things. We will not be Ar-Ruf and Ar-Rahim. That's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we are supposed to have this. So we're saying Allah ta'ala, your Ruf. Now what is the beautiful message here? It means Allah ta'ala is giving an Ishaan in Quran. Listen very carefully. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can never have ghil for the alladhina amanu. That's what it means that he is Ruf on the mu'minin. Even if they sin... Even if they disobey, even if they are disgraced, even if they choose zillat, Allah Ta'ala still won't have ghil, anger to this particular type of hatred type anger for them as long as they have iman. So what we're saying is Allah Ta'ala, you also, you do lodge of our iman, you look at our iman. So Allah Ta'ala, make us like that also. Okay, jitna aap hamara iman ke lodge rakhte hue, ہم سے یہ غل والا غصن نازگی نہیں ہوتا تو ہمیں بھی دوسروں اپنوں کے ایمان کا لاج رکھتے ہوئے ایک دوسروں سے بھی یہ غل نازگی نہ ہونے دینا and that's what you're counting on on the day of judgment right کوئی اپنے عمال پر تو نہیں جائے گا نا جنت you're counting on this ایمان right and so then if you want it to help you in your relationship with خالق you should yourself make it a factor in your relationship with مخلوق to understand this again, وَلَا تَجْعَلْنَا فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلَّ لِلْدَّدِينَ آمَنُوا رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ رَوْفُ الرَّحِيمُ And again I told you sometimes you end with the attributes. This is another beautiful thing. This is this is marafat. Marafat doesn't mean that you know, whatever you have some dream and that you see yourself in, I don't know, I had a dream, I saw myself inside Kaaba. That's not marafat, that's a dream. Marafat is this that you understand why after this dua you say innaka rawfur rahim and you don't say innaka anta samiul alim. Why rawfur rahim here? And then you should learn that. And you should be practice your duas and be so good at dua and understand the Asmaul Husna so well that when you want to ask Allah Ta'ala something, you also have a feeling, not definitive knowledge, but you have a feeling that okay, when I ask Allah Ta'ala this, I call upon Him by this name. Next dua. This is a very important dua for the youth. This is the dua that the Ashab-i Kahf made. 
So you write that, oh, I'm becoming religious, my family's not religious, oh, I'm studying on a campus, that's not religious, oh, I'm in an environment where people are secular or whatever, they're anti-mocking deen. This is the dua you need? It's happened before. Allah mentioned you in Quran. Ashabi Kahf, they made a dua. It's just a few words, few words. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Rabbana atna min ladunka rahmatan wa hayyilana min amrina rashada. Oh, our Rabb. Allah Ta'ala give us Rabb min ladunka rahma from your own self. Obviously rahma comes from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, but this is a way of asking. It's like saying in English, like Allah Ta'ala, I want your special mercy. I want some special mercy from you. Hmm? I need some direct mercy from you. Okay, I have mercy, you sent me Quran. I have mercy, you gave me tawfiq from Iman. That's all came from you. I have mercy from you in the form of Nabi Akrim, Sunnah. But now I'm in this state, in this environment, in this society where my deen is being threatened. My Iman is fragile. People are attacking my very Iman. There's doubts, everything. I need some khas, special rahmah from you directly, personally to me. Hmm? Allah Akbar. This is the kifiyat of these youth and ashabikah. Rabbana atina min ladunka rahma. Allah Ta'ala give me, oh my Rabb, our Rabb, give me special mercy. Ha, special from thy own self. Min ladunka also, I could say zat. There's a nisbat here of ismi zat and ism ar-rahman here. Wa hayyitlana min amrina rashada. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant me Ease on the path of right guidedness. Hmm? A mashal, look, they're doing good thing. They're leaving misguidance. They're going to the cave, right? But they still have this fikr. That okay, we can flee from misguidance, but we need to be rightly guided. Hmm? It's not enough just to turn away. This is also very good du'a to make after sin. After sin, I'm, those du'as are coming later. Rather, I would say after toba. After you truly leave the sin, you're still in need. <laughs> because okay, if I've left it, but I need to be rightly guided henceforth, here onward. Hmm? Small dua of the ashab kahf Alright? This is a very beautiful dua. And I think a very timely dua. Uh, because we live very much, pretty much in exactly the same situation that they did. So there are no caves that you have to go to, but right now you're sitting in a little cave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why this are a sound institute, Zainab Academy, and mashallah, many other ulama, shayuk, and other institutes, and all masajid, they're all your caves. <laughs> okay, we can't go there permanently, but we should go there as much as we can, it's our escape from the trials and tribulations around us. So I'm going to... I'll do this one. Dua. Rabbana innana sami'na munadiyan yunadi lil-iman an aminu bi rabbikum fa'amanna O our Rabb, we have heard the caller of the caller, the invitation of that one who is inviting us to iman. That what? He's inviting us to iman, saying have iman. So we... Took Iman, fa'amanna. 
Now obviously, literally a sahabi could make this dua, right? Because he literally heard Nabi Akram Sassam inviting to Iman, inviting him to have Iman. He said, I accept Iman. You can still make this dua. And this is your way of, this is the closest way you can become to becoming a sahabi. <laughs> and in some sense you are a sahabi because you are a mati. And you, we also accepted Iman because of and due to and, and thanks to and through the wasila and wasada of Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is also a good du'a to make. Now I'll show you how to use these. Another thing I'll show you now. How to use du'a as weird in wazifa. Somebody says, oh, I'm feeling distant from the Prophet I had a kid once in Medina Manoras. And as I tell you that story. Hmm? Lam's kid. Itanak hmm? meets me. I, I hadn't gone with him. He met me. <laughs> Outside, right after I exited Salam, was, was showed up at the point And told me he was having doubts. In this place, in Prashanta, I don't know what's happening to me, I'm coming from Umrah, and I'm having doubts and questioning Allah Ta'ala, Prophet and Deen, right here in Madinah Manar. Right, right outside Bab, as soon as I exited Bab Islam, right there, he came to me. I just come out. <laughs> you know, Harban, that's something I'm some special big, but anybody after Salamic, Torisim, Atabik, feeling Oriana, all of a sudden, you know, he took me right back to the Lums Auditorium. <laughs> he, he plucked me. Oh, no, they were sitting in Lums office that trying to sit in Medina Manara. He did reverse. Our son of Allah. I'm going to make this dua. Make this dua. It's weird for you. Wazifa thousands of times make this dua. Things will happen in your button. This is something we haven't trained our kids on. We try also, we're so, we have also, people of Islamic education have also become fans of akal. Go, what's the most intellectual way I can train the youth about believing in the Prophet You have to do that initially. But you have to get them to start doing this. <laughs> because the real yakin is batin, it's from the kalb. It starts with the mind. That's the very beginning. That's like kindergarten Islam can enter the mind. Real Islam enters the heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, then right after accepting Iman, now this is an interesting thing because you would remember that in a hadith the Prophet said that when a person accepts Iman, all their sins are forgiven instantly just because they entered into the deen of Islam. But look at the feeling of the person. What is the first dua they make after this? They say, Fa'amanna, we've accepted Iman. Next, first thing they do in the state of Iman was their first amal. Rabbana faghfir lana dhunubana wa kafir anna sayyatina. Allah Ta'ala forgive us for our sins. Hmm? Forgive us for our sins and wipe away all the bad deeds. Kafara, fancy word is expiation. Right? Kafara, you can understand in Urdu, it's another word. Wipe away or give us, you can even say this, Kafara can also be, grant us a way of life henceforth now onward, which will make up for those bad deeds. Alright, so first remove them, but give us a new life that can make up for that. Hmm? Allahu Akbar. abrar. Again, this constant, you saw the Anbiya making this dua. Join me with Salihin. Make me from Salihin. In the Akhirah. Watubafna mal abrar. Abrar are the people of bir, bir. Bir is also like taqwa. Hmm? Bir is pure, noble virtue. Hmm? So these are all people in Qur- These are people. They're abrar. Now we may not be of them. This is also a humility. It's not saying, وَجْعَلْنَا مِنَ الْأَبْرَارِ That make me from the abrar. No, وَتَوَفَنَا مَعَ الْأَبْرَارِ 
that raised me up from amongst them or with them. Allahu Akbar. Al-hikna bi-salihin. As it was to aj'alna min as-salihin. Join me with them. Connect me with them. Hmm? So this is also, this is a dua that more, here more relatively well known. Uh, but this is a dua in Quran Karim. Then continuing. رَبَّنَا وَآتِنَا مَا وَعَدْتَنَا عَلَىٰ رُسُلِكَ وَلَا تُحْزِنَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all those things that you promised us through all of your messengers. Rusul is plural of Rasul. Rusul. Plural of Rasul. And don't let us become disgraced, abased, humiliated on the Day of Judgment. إِنَّكَ لَا تُخْلِفُ الْمِعَادِ Indeed, you never break your promise. Now this you would remember. From Dua Kunut and Witter. And in other Duas also it comes to the end. This is another way of making Dua. Uh, now this is, uh, if you think about it, this is a very bold thing to say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hmm? That you promise this and you never break your promise. Hmm? It's a bit hakimana and das. Right? Normally you don't talk to elder and great supreme one being Allah ta'ala. Hmm? But that is also our relationship with Him. We are so dependent on His declaration of mercy. We are, that's our only hope, is that He has declared Himself to be merciful. That He has declared His forgiveness. That He has promised His forgiveness. So sometimes, not every dua ends like this, right? But sometimes, And Allah, you are the one who never breaks your promises. So we have hope that you will give us that mercy. Hmm? That you will give us that forgiveness that you have promised to the Ahlul Iman. But, uh, it, obviously a person has to do all the amal and make all the effort for that. This I want to skip because this all of us should really already know. This is the famous last dua of Surah Baqarah. This is dua for parents. All of us should know this as well. Chalo here, Taurus, a cold it down. Rabbir hamhuma kama rabbayani sagheera. Alright? So you will see the word rab coming here for parents. Kama rabbayani sagheera. So rabbi, O my rab, send rahma, means your rahma, on my two parents, the way the two of them were my rab, yani did my tarbiya when I was young. Hmm? So I'll tell you the same word. This is another example of using a word, Allah Ta'ala's name for Gherullah, Rab, and Rububiya is being used for parents. Hmm? And I think there's maybe no stronger way Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala could know, even just to the selection of word, no stronger way Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala could emphasize, uh, the maqam, uh, the, the, the rank and stature and honor that Deen of Islam gives to parents. Another interesting word is Sagira. Alright? Uh, and that is, no doubt, parents we're all, are always parents, right? But there's a moment, there, there's a range, there's a zamana of tarbiyah. And I say this because, you know, many times parents come to me and their kids are 16, 17, 18, Sagira, that's when you were supposed to do your job. <laughs> Quran is saying, your job is when they're sagir. <laughs> And if you didn't do it then, and now you want me to try to teach you how to do it now when they're 18, 19, 20, what am I going to do for you? Hmm? 
and the social skills are important of youth and middle school and primary school and the level of tirbiyat that should be there. Alright. Khair. Anyway, so read on to us. Alright. This also all of you would know any other Raja. This is the Gedaito, this is the sequence. All of this is the sequence that Imam Wazali was presenting in Ihya'ulamuddin. Alright, but because there's a lot of material. If, if at the end there's time, I will come back to some of these things, inshallah. Ta'ala. Okay, let's start with some du'as from hadith. Because I didn't want that, because we could literally spend the whole workshop on Quran and we wouldn't finish even still. Alright, so that's why I'm skipping a little bit. This is a very, very important du'a. And there's a lot of hikmah as to why Imam al-Ghazali because then he has his sections and he moves now du'as from the sunnah. And the first du'a that he mentioned from the sunnah is this one. رَضِيتُ بِاللَّهِ رَبَّ وَبِالْإِسْلَامِ دِينَ مِنْ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ النَّبِيَّ Alright? This du'a is a very good weird wazifa to use and tell people any person who is in danger of agnosticism, atheism, doubt and faith, questioning iman, shaking iman, fragile iman, they should just keep making this du'a. But with meaning and feeling, right? And it may take some time to get that meaning and feeling, so there may be some reciting and understanding that brings about that meaning and feeling, so just keep reciting and keep trying to understand. Keep reciting, keep understanding, keep reciting, keep understanding, then ultimately they will get the meaning and feeling. رَضِيتُ بِاللَّهِ رَبَّا I am radi. Now that person's state is not exactly true, because he's saying, I'm doubting faith, I'm skeptical. Right? But deep down, I mean if he comes to you or comes to me, his questioning is disturbing him. Right? He's unhappy with his questioning. Which means he is happy with Allah. That's proof. Otherwise, why would you be unhappy with your skepticism and doubt? You just become an atheist straight. Why would you come to somebody like me? Hmm? So he is radi with Allah. And that's why this stuff is disturbing him. Raditu billahi rabba. I'm radi with the fact. means I'm overjoyed. I'm thrilled. The greatest happiness that I have in my heart is that Allah is my rabb. And the greatest happiness I have is Islam is my deen. Not just my religion, my way of life. My mizaj, my tabiat, my focus, my goal. Hmm? And, will be Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and nabiyya that Sayyidina Rasulullah sallam is my nabi. Hmm? So this is the crux and core of the imaniyat. So, this is a dua that should be said three times a day. Beneficial to say it three times morning and evening. This is what Nabi, Nabi Karim Sallallahu taught us. So you also see, I mean I may not be able to do that level of detail today, there are some duas that he would actually come out and tell Sahab make this dua, morning, evening, X number of times. There were some duas that he himself was just making and Sahab overheard them and they started making them and they told Tabin Ummat that the Muslim to make these duas. Alright? And like I told you, there were some du'as he made discreetly. And Umm Mu'mineen say that Aisha and the mostly, but some of the other Mahatma Mu'mineen also. Or some Sati, close Khadim Rafiq say that Anas would tell the Ummah that the Prophet makes these du'as privately. Okay? So his du'as that he taught, du'as he made publicly, du'as he made privately. This was instruction. Also he made it, but instructed the Ummah 
to make it. Alright. Allahumma fatir samawati wal ard. So you saw this before in Quran. Right? And Nabi Yaqarim would do that. When wahi would come in Quran and he would, then Allah Ta'ala would give the alfaz of dua, then Prophet would keep using those words and more dua. Though Allah, the original creator and unfolder of the creation of the heavens and the earth, alim al ghaybi wa shahada, this is also a phrase concentrated in Quran. Allah Ta'ala as that being who knows entirely, completely everything that is unseen and everything that is displayed and can be witnessed. Rabbi kulli shay. And Allah Ta'ala is the rub of every single thing. Well, that's Rabbi Alameen. Allah Ta'ala is the benefactor, nurturer, caretaker of every single thing. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Okay, so next is Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta that I bear witness and testify that there is no ilah except for you. Here I will also mention something at the end. What's the dua now? It's dua, I mean we call it dua, but it's like a pledge. Or a pact, or a begging. A'udhubika min sharri nafsi, wa sharri shaitani, wa shirk. Alright? Wa sharikihi, and the shariks of shaitani, and the shayateen. So now, this is the dua I told you will shock you. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa is seeking refuge from his nafs. He's pure, he's masoom, he's pure taqwa, pure virtue. There's not an issue for him. <laughs> right? But he's making that dua. <laughs> so then imagine how can me and you not make this dua? Hmm? Or somebody thinks they're Sufi, and so they're doing mujahadatun nafs, mukhalafatun nafs, they don't even make this dua. <laughs> they don't even make this dua. Look at the Sufi. Ab nafs ke khilaf jang larna nabawi hatiyar ke baghair. <laughs> so this is dua. You want to be Sufi? You start making this dua also. Hmm? Ya Allah, I seek refuge in you from the evil of my nafs. And the evil of shaitan and all of his associates and fellows and partners. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Hmm? Now, again, some ulama, like I told you, sometimes they will change the dua slightly for our usage. So here it would be, Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. Because here the Prophet is saying it, so he just is testifying to Allah Ta'ala, right? When we're going to say it, we're going to also testify to our complete kalima, right? And other ulama say, no, as the Prophet said it, you should do pure knuckle. As he said it, you should say it, because in many other times when you said the complete kalima, here you're doing knuckle. So there are both ways of doing it. You could do, you could pick one if you, if you find one preferable, you do it that way. If you like to do both ways, you can sometimes do it this way, sometimes do it that way. Alright? Now, what the Prophet also trained us, is sometimes before you seek refuge in Allah Ta'ala, reaffirm your faith. Because that's what Nabi Karim Sallallahu was doing. He wasn't taking him on for the first time. He was again saying, Ashadun la ilaha illa ant, and then seeking refuge in that one Allah Ta'ala. So it means, Allah Ta'ala, I testify that you and you alone, and I want and I need you and you alone to give you refuge from my nafs and from shaitan. Alright? 
So this is a very important dua. And if anybody has any nafsani problem, you want a weird wazifa to take you out of nafsani shahwat, is there it is for you. It's right there. <laughs> that, I've never had anybody come to me and say, no, I do this dua and I still fall in nafsani shahwat. i never had a case like that. I probably have thousands of cases that I have nafsani shahwat and I never make this dua. Alright? There's a power. This is Nabi, Nabawi Athkar. Do you understand? I tell you there's some super sheikh somewhere in Bangladesh who writes wazifa. Hmm? You know people do that. People fly. <laughs> people fly. You, uh, apparently Bangladeshis are uh, known as like the super magicians. Like the most strongest amils apparently are in Bangladesh. Allahu Alam. You don't, this is power. I'm just, I'm giving you a translation. There's power in these words. There's power in the words that the Prophet ﷺ himself used to seek refuge from the evil of the nafs. And that power is greater than the power of your own lust. You need to overcome it, right? You need something more powerful. Hmm? This is the dua. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta a'udhu bika min sharri nafsi wa sharri shaitan wa shariki. Alright? That's a separate thing, man. I'm going to comment on it. But ye bi ek pura tishriyo sakti. What does it mean that the shayateen Allah hafazat for me. Alright. Now, again, these are du'as of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alright? These are things mean you should be asking. Allahumma inni as'alakal afwa wal afiya fi dini wa dunyaya wa ahli wa mali. Allah ta'ala, I ask you afwa and afiya. Okay, af is referring to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's attribute of being afuwun. So it means Allah Ta'ala, I need your soft, tender, compassionate, merciful forgiveness. I need you always to pardon me throughout every step of my life and in my deen in my life. Afia. Afia you have in order means khair. I need afia. I need to be safe. Sanctuary. I need to be in every type of, it's not just prosperity, every type of prosperity, every type of khushali is afia. Spiritual prosperity, health-wise prosperity, Ibadat amal type prosperity. Right? Fidini, the Prophet first asked in my deen with dunyaya and second in my dunya wa ahli and in all my family wa mali and in my possessions. Alright. Now look what the Prophet is going to do. Make dua. Allahumma stur awrati. Oh Allah Ta'ala, put a veil on my faults and flaws and shortcomings. Wa'amin ro'ati. And Allah Ta'ala, give me aman. Give me aman from any and every danger. Aman may give me sanctuary safety from any uh, and every danger. Alright? Obviously, me and you have much more need of Allah Sattari. Alright? But why was Nabi Kareem sallallahu making this dua? The Prophet was making this dua because he had a great fikr. He, he had so much love for insan. Although it's not the case, and many times the Quran Allah also tells the Prophet that don't take it such a burden. 
alena ilal balagh. You should say that all that I have to do is deliver the message. But the Prophet wanted that everybody should accept the message. And sometimes he would feel that maybe there's some shortcoming in my dawah or calling to iman. Hmm? So he used to make du'as like this. So it's also a very important du'a for a da'i to make. Alright? Khair, next. Then, وَأَكِلْ أَشْرَاتِ وَأَحْفَذْنِي مِنْ بَيْنَ يَدَيُّ وَمِنْ خَلْفِي وَأَنْ يَمِينِي وَأَنْ شِمَالِي وَمِنْ فَوْكِي So this is the Prophet asking for protection from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. First he's saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, please forgive me for all my mistakes and give me your, guard me from my front, from my back, from my left, from my right, from my left, and from what is above, from all directions. Hmm? Then, I take refuge in you, from, I take refuge in you, ba'audhu bika, an akhtala min tahti, that anything that is below, now what does this mean below, right? Below, literally it's a direction, so the Prophet asked Allah Ta'ala to guard him from five of the six directions, front, back, right, left, above. From the sixth one, the Prophet didn't ask to be guarded, he asked to protect me from being surprised. Now you can take this one literally physically, what it means here below is the unseen. You can see five out of six directions, I can see in front, I mean I can turn and see behind, I can see right, left, above, I don't know what's below, Right? So if a bird is going to come, a vulture comes attacking me, I will see it. If there's a snake right now coming under the ground and it's going to jump out, I have no idea it's coming. So what the Prophet meant by there is by protect me even from that which I can see and protect me from that which I can't see. Protect me from even that which I know, which is these enemies, mushrikeen, and protect me even from those that I don't know. And especially protect me from being suddenly, suddenly attacked. From something that I don't know. Or if somebody says that, oh, you know, achanak koi parishani aay. Maybe you didn't make this dua. Achanak uski dushmani samne aay. Because you never made this dua. Hmm? You didn't make this dua. Oh, business ka partner bhi saal se hai. Mere right hand man hai. And you mean You never made this dua. Just to show you, by the way, these, uh, if you see now, these first three du'as, uh, were from the Sunan of Abu Dawud, Kitab al-Adab. This is a very good, if you want to know, from the works of the Muhaddithin, one of the best places to get du'as if you want to go directly. And Adab is Imam Abu Dawud's Kitab al-Adab has relatively collected the longest, most detailed hadith on Adab and du'a. And that's also there in Urdu and English for you. So if you feel like reading directly from the hadith, you this is a very good first place to start. Okay, the Kitab al-Adab of Imam Abu Dawud Rimulatana. Okay, this is another du'a of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah inni as'alakal rida ba'dal kada. Allah ta'ala, I ask you to make me always razi and happy. After the fact. 
after it happens, after the decree and destiny overcomes me, I ask that you always make me radhi with that. Allahumma inni as'alukal rida ba'dal qada. Allahumma inni as'alukal rida ba'dal qada. Hmm? Alright. Again, who is making this dua? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Second. Okay. وَبَرْدَ الْعَيْسِ بَعْدَ And I ask for you to give me a noble, sweet life after death. وَلَزَّةَ النَّذْرِ إِلَىٰ وَجْهِكَ And that you give me the lazat. Now you understand this another. You give me the lazat, the sweet, delicious delight of what anadri ila wajik that I gaze upon the expression of your pleasure. Hmm? I gaze upon the expression of your pleasure. Ila wajik al kareem, the most noble expression of your pleasure. Washokan. إِلَى لِقَائِكَ مِنَ غَيْرِ ذَرَّائِ مُذِرَّةِ That I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you give me shok, desire, deep desire, yearning. I can show this to you here. I made it bigger because it's hard to read the Arabic for me on the screen. And the yearning for meeting you without any distress of loss. What does this mean? Sometimes when you have deep yearning for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you go deep in deen, then you get this waswasa in your mind. What? That I might lose out something in this world. Hmm? And this is our state. This is not the Prophet's state. This is his mercy that he said these words for us. Right? So this is a strange bukhul that a person has. And that's a bukhul when it comes to their deen. That they're worried that if they go further in deen, they might lose something in dunya. And Nauzubillah, that makes a person then stop and hesitate in going deeper in deen. Can you imagine? Hmm? That people think bukhul just means they're conducive about their money in this world. That means that person is bakhil about their akhirah. Hmm? Hmm? How can you be bakhil about akhirah? You're supposed to be haris about akhirah. Haris, you're supposed to be deeply desirous of akhirah. Hmm? You look at the beautiful dua of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And without fear of any fitna that will be misguiding or that will lead astray. وَأَعُوذِبِكَ أَنْ أَظْلِمْ أَوْ أُظْلَمْ Ajeeb. That Nabiya Kareem is making this tawa. I seek refuge in you Allah Ta'ala that I ever do zulm on someone or that anybody else does zulm on me. Now who was the Prophet ever doing zulm on? No one. <laughs> and how many were doing zulm on him and his nubuat? Kitne? Hmm? But still, first he asked this from Allah Ta'ala. Hmm? Even you can take parts of these du'as also, that's nothing I should tell you. For your usage, or if there's a particular element of it that you're feeling, you can just do that. Allah ma'audhu bika an adlim udlam. That itself is a complete du'a. Hmm? And it shows the feeling, this is a fikr. And we don't have that feeling, that's why many times we end up doing zoom on other people. We didn't have this deep fear that we ever hurt anyone or wrong anyone. And until you have that, and that Allah alone can protect you from that, you will sooner or later end up hurting someone and wronging someone else in your life. 
And then you'll come and try to find out how to patch it up and fix it up. But the real worry was supposed to be before, not to make it happen in the first place. And this was a figure of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa So you can see here, I take, ref- I take refuge with you from being, from wronging others or being wronged. Okay. That I should ever have a dawat, hostile aggression to others, and I seek refuge that let others ever have hostile aggression to me. So what does this show? That it's core. There are certain times that's called just war, just aggression, legitimate violence in order to repel oppression and to bring about justice. But otherwise, in of itself, the Apostle Sam did not want violence. And he actually sought refuge in Allah Ta'ala. And again, he put himself first. That I seek refuge in Allah Ta'ala, that I should ever have hostile aggression towards someone, and that anyone should ever have hostile aggression towards me. He didn't want conflict. He didn't want conflict. So, that A'tadi o yu'tada alayya. O, aksiba khatiyatan o dhamban. La taghfir. That I seek refuge in Allah lest I ever commit an error or a sin that you do not forgive. There's another big dua. Hmm? There's another way to do istighfar. Which one? That day you're on a good day. You're sitting there, you went on umrah. You had a complete sin-free day. We teach you right to do a hundred times istighfar that day. That day do this istighfar. That day which you're not sinning, you're sitting in itikaf, you're on umrah, you're pious that day. This is a good istighfar to make that day. What? Allama inni a'udhibika an aksiba khati'atan aw dhamban la taghfiru. That Allah Ta'ala I seek refuge in you that I ever commit any error or sin that you don't forgive. And who's making this dua? Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Look at the level of fear of sin. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And that's why we need a Nabi <laughs> That's what a Nabi is for He guides humanity where they could never reach themselves He takes them to a level of depth in their relationship with Allah Ta'ala That they could have never gone themselves And one major way the Prophet did this Is through these sunnah duas And we are totally mahroom of the understanding of his sunnah duas now you see why I picked these as opposed to the ones about entering, exiting bathroom and where you do all of that, right? But you have to understand these du'as as well. Alright? Because a lot of people must noon That's what if I say the word son of those, that's what they think. It's before and after eating and that's it. No, no, it's that also equally as much as this. But it's also this, right? And this is the part that people don't know. And this is the part that has a lot of guidance for us. A lot of guidance for us. Okay. Then look, Nabi, so these are a bit like I told you, these are a bit of the longer ones. Sayyidina Rasulullah this is like his wish list. This you can understand. And this should be the wish list of any ummati, any mu'min. This is our dream. Allama inni as'alaka thabata fil amri. Allah Ta'ala, I ask you to make me thabit mazboot firm and steadfast in all my matters and affairs. So for him, his Amr, his matter and affair was one of Nabuwa, of Dawah. I have to make me firm and steadfast. What azimata fil rushdi. 
and make me ooh, super strong in rushed in my being rightly guided. And Allah Ta'ala, I ask you to make me truly, completely grateful and thankful for your bounties and blessings. husna ibadatik, And Allah Ta'ala, you grant me beautiful, noble, virtuous, excellence, worship of you. وَأَسْأَلُكَ kalban خَاشِعَ And Allah Ta'ala, I ask that you give me a heart that fears you. Salima, a heart that is pure. This was one talk we gave you many times. Kalbun Salim. It's the dua of Nabi Akareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sometimes you can just make that part. Sometimes you can just make Allah Ma'inni As'aluka Kalman Khashiyan Salima. Next. Wukhulqan Mustaqima. And I asked you to give me Mustaqim character. Mustaqim. Just the same way we translate Salatul Mustaqim. The Prophet asked for Khulq Mustaqim. True, virtuous, straight, upright, direct character. Walisanan sadika, grant me a tongue that is truthful. Ma'amalan mutakamala, grant me actions that are accepted by you. Wa asaluka min khere ma ta'lamu. And Allah Ta'ala, I ask you for every khair that you know. These are the khairs that I can come up with. I ask you for every khair that you know. Ba'udu bikam min sharre ma ta'lamu. And I ask, He refuge in you from every evil that you know. وَأَسْتَغْفِرُكَ لِمَا تَعْلَمُ And I seek your forgiveness from everything that you know. There's another way to make istighfar. أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ أَسْتَغْفِرُكَ لِمَا تَعْلَمُ أَسْتَغْفِرُكَ لِمَا تَعْلَمُ أَسْتَغْفِرُكَ لِمَا تَعْلَمُ If you end, you will just say تَعْلَمُ And if you continue, say لِمَا تَعْلَمُ فَإِنَّكَ تَعْلَمُ Wala a'lam. <laughs> Allah Akbar. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam pledging his ignorance to Allah Ta'ala relative to Allah's knowledge. Hmm? That Allah Ta'ala you know and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know all the khairs that you know. So grant me the ones that you know. I don't know all the shard that you know. So give me refuge in all the shard that you know. And I ask you forgiveness for those sins that you know. Because I don't even know all the sins that I may have done. Now you tell me these words befit you and me or they befit the Prophet some more? Hmm? Well, who made it and who failed to make it? <laughs> hmm? Ajeeb dua. Allahu Akbar kabira. Wa anta allamul ghuyub. Because now, because the Prophet was talking about Allah's knowledge, so he ended with those names, that attribute. He mentioned that attribute. That you are the one who all knowing of all the unseen. This is just three lines, right? I mean, the Arabic is three lines, English is seven or eight lines. Uh, but, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to memorize these things. I haven't memorized all these things, but you should have these, these, these booklets and read them. No problem. Why not? Right? You should have booklets and you should read these duas. I think this is such a jame dua. Extremely jame dua. Narrated in the Sunnah of Nisa'i and in the Sunnah of Imam Al-Tirmidhi. Here. Na'ajeeb, this dua. I mean, if Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but it's a very good, another istighfar for us to make. Allah maghfirli, qaddamtu wa ma akhadtu. 
that Allah Ta'ala asks that you forgive me, that probably you should say, Allah Maghfirli ma'akaddamtu wa ma'akhartu. Allah Ta'ala asks that you forgive me all that I've already done, what is past, and all that I might yet do in the future. Wa ma'asrartu wa ma'alamtu. And all the sins that I did secretly and all the sins I did openly. Who's making this dua? Nabi Akrim minni and those sins of mine that you know better than me. Again, you see the nisbat using the names on the words of the dua that Allah Ta'ala, you are the one who's muqaddam, who makes time to pass. And you are the one who brings or has delayed the future to the future. And you indeed are, have power, absolute power over absolutely each and every single thing. And you are, have, are, you are witness, absolute witness of everything that is completely unknown and unseen. There's another istighfar, a jeep istighfar. Hmm? So this somebody says, I've done a lot of sins in the past. Somebody says, I'm worried to keep on sinning in the future. This is the istighfar. And you know, you can see the fasat and balagh in Nabiya Kareem Sassan's Arabic also that you know, we call the rhyme and meter and coupling and pairing to wasn't here. Allah Akbar Kabira. And by the way, one of the mercies of that, that makes it easier to memorize these things also. Because they are on these patterns and on these meters and on these rhymes. This was narrated by Imam Bukhari in his Kitab al-Tahajjud because this is one of the du'as that Nabi Kareem sallallahu used to make at the time of Tahajjud. Now, No problem. Now, let me say it simply in English. If you are unable to pray Salat al-Tahajjud at the time of Tahajjud, does that make you unable to make the du'as of Tahajjud at all other times? You should think like that, right? That okay, I can't wake up for Tahajjud, so I can't make the du- but I will make the du'as that my Prophet did at Tahajjud, I will make them at some other time. Anytime you want, after Shah, after Fajr, whatever time you have. At least, and that is also a very good recipe to wake up for tahajjud. So you want to give me some weird, that maybe tahajjud guzar ban jau, the du'as that Nabi Kareem sallallahu used to regularly offer at the time of tahajjud, you offer those du'as yourself, but maybe some other time. And then afterwards make du'a, Allah ta'ala give me tawfiq for tahajjud. This is deen. There's so much power in these. Duas, Sunnah Duas of Nabi Akrim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. These are four Duas next that I've already taught, even in Karachi. Uh, so I'm just going to say their names, uh, and they will be there for you. Four Duas that we think that some you should definitely try to make daily. So one is called Sayyidul Istighfar. And in Nabi Akrim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said that this Dua is the king of Istighfar. The best Dua through which to seek Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. It's also very important to show you that even when the even when the Prophet says something is the best, it doesn't mean he did that exclusively. He still used other ways of asking others forgiveness. 
Alright? So you still have that variety in plurality in deen always. Very important. So now I'm going to give you an ishara to hold other series of workshops. <laughs> Another ishara. I will do this for you in Urdu first and then in English. Jab sahi hadith se Sayyidina Rasulullah bazate khud ki kisi amal ki fazilat aur tarjih sabit hai phir bhi unhi ne wohi amal aur andaaz se kiya to phir agar kisi faqeeh ke ijtihad ke zariye se kisi amal ki unki unki usool ke mutabiq tarjih hasil hai phir bhi baqiya fuqaha ka amal phir bhi jari rahega aur ye falsafa ke nahi sirf ek hi hone chahiye aur ek hi sahi hai ye bilkul galat hai aur sunnat ke mizaj ke khilaf hai when Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wasallam clearly mentioned this clearly said that this way of seeking Allah's forgiveness is sadistic far so it's a clear tarji fazilat preference given but still he himself continued to seek Allah's forgiveness in other ways and as an ummah even when the Prophet some expressed a preference, we will still continue to make istighfar in other ways. So obviously when a jurist, a faqih, has a preference for something, it doesn't eliminate the other positions. So this theory that people have, maybe they call themselves Salafi, and they have this concept that not only one must be correct, and you don't need multiple positions of fiqh, and you should reduce all of them into one single position and say that is the sahih. No, that's not there in our deen. It's not like that. Even if you can establish a basis of preference, that does not eliminate the other positions from consideration. Alright? Khair to say istighfar is the master dua for seeking Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness and should be recited. The Prophet said about its fazilat that the person who recites it in the morning, if they pass away that day, they will die with all their sins forgiven. And if they recite it in the evening, if they pass away that night, they will die with all their sins forgiven. It's just one dua once or twice a day. I would have to ask you, would you like to die with all your sins forgiven? You would say yes. I would say, how much time is it? I would say, I would say, I would say, if you can give me a true, real guarantee that when I die, I will die in such a state that all my sins are forgiven, I'm ready to do some serious effort for that. This is just one dua morning, one dua evening, you're done. This is Barakah of Sunnah of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. How many people recite this dua morning and evening? It's like 30 seconds. Hmm? We're gone. We're totally gone from the sunnah of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Sayyidul Istighfar. Then there's another dua. Uh, so Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned a certain salah. It's called Salatul Hajjah. That if you have a need, so you should pray two rakahs, nafil salah, and then make this dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So again, that will also be there for you on the website. So whenever you have any need and you don't know what to do and you're worried, you should pray Salatul Hajjah. And again, not just once, you keep praying it. You pray it once, you still have the need, you keep praying it. You may pray it three months, you may pray it seven months. Maybe Allah Ta'ala will keep you in that difficulty for your whole life. You pray it your whole life, no problem. You're abd. We're slave. We keep praying it. As long as we have that Hajjah, we will keep praying and go back to the very first thing that Imam Ghazali, he told us that hadith first, that you will always get something from the dua. Remember, either you will get the khair immediately, you will get a khair later, or you will get some sin forgiven. Every time you pray Salatul Hajjat, will count. It may not count and get that particular need immediately fulfilled if Allah Ta'ala does not will that, but it will count. 
Third is Salatul Istikhara, so there's a particular du'a for that. So we just included that in the presentation as well. Again, because I gave a majlis in which I only talked about these three du'as in detail. So it's already done. You can get the recording of that as well. Okay, that was done in Karachi and in Lahore. Uh, again, here the method is to pray two rakahs nafil salah and ask Allah Ta'ala to inspire you about a decision because you want Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala's khair. Okay? Uh, and this can be also, you can pray this if you wish. It's not required. Uh, but if you wish, you can even pray it every day with the near intention that whatever decisions you make, chota mota fesla, whatever minor, major decisions you make every day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide you. The benefit of doing that, at least for some time, you don't have to do it every day for your whole life, but for some time, it's per aapka mizaj ban jayega ke har faisla mein ruju ilallah karne ka. Wo hamar mizaj nahi hai. So sometimes, ulama you prescribe these same sunnah, duas and azkar with a bit of a schedule, regimen, so that a person does it enough Remember I told you more reciting and more understanding is required to get the meaning and feeling. The more you recite it, the more you understand it, the more you will get the meaning and the feeling. Same thing for us with Zizkhar, it's a feeling. It's not just to help in that one decision, it's to create a feeling of iman and tawakkul in Allah Ta'ala that all khair comes from Him and I have to seek all khair from Him in all matters and all decisions. Ek mizaj These duas are there. So then you have to do it regularly. You have to read the translation, understand the meaning regularly. Okay, and the fourth, another fourth major du'a is the du'a that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made in Taif. Okay, and these are the four du'as I taught in that majlis. Uh, one good time to make this du'a is again when you feel helpless and hopeless. So I'll give you another way to understand this for the whole, all the sunnah. Whenever you find yourself in the same or similar situation that Sayyidina Rasulullah was in his Hayat al-Tayyibah you should try to make the same dua that he made in that situation. So when Nabi Akrim was coming back from Taif, he was in a situation that he felt helpless in his mission of Dawah and Nabuwa. So he made this dua to Allah now obviously we're not going to be in that exact situation, but you will find yourself sometimes in life in a similar situation where you feel hopeless. And in that time you have to place all your hopes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the words of the dua, so I'll put up the English side, you can just read it yourself. So the words of the dua uh, will give voice to that feeling. Nini alfaz that's another big benefit of the sunnah du'as. That the Prophet du'as often express better for us, our own feelings. And guide us how to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these are four major du'as. Sayyidul Istighfar, the du'a that is offered at Satul Hajjah, the du'a of Istikhara, and the du'a of Taif. Again, a whole majlis was just explaining these four du'as. Alright? Okay. Going back to Qur'an al-Kareem. Some du'as from Qur'an al-Kareem again that, again now these are more often recited, more well-known du'as. رَبَنْ لَا تَذِكُلُوا مَنَا بَعْدَيْ ثَدَيْتَنَا وَحَبْلَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ الرَّحْمَ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَحَابِ Okay. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and now this is another, it's a very humble thing. 
that Ba'da Hadaytana, uh, that Allah Ta'ala, you have given us Hidayah, Alhamdulillah, we're on Iman, we're on Deen. So Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, never let our hearts deviate, become rusted, become spoiled, become corrupted after you have guided us. What does this mean? A time for me and you to make this dua is whenever so a lot of people, they come and they say that they have flux. They're fluctuating. They have ups and downs in deen. Right? So if somebody is saying they have ups and downs, that means they had ups also. And now they're experiencing a down. So what was that up? That was idhadaytana. That was Allah Ta'ala's hidayat. That He gave you that feeling of closeness to Him, that feeling of passion on deen, that regular consistency in ibadah, that attraction towards zikr. And now you're having a down. So you want to know how to get out of it? Make this dua. Make this dua. Beg Allah Ta'ala, don't let this happen. If I put it simply in simple terms, any Ba Mahawar English translation, Oh Arab, don't give me a down after you give me an up. Don't make me lax and deen after you made me passionate. Don't make me weak after you give me a taste of what it feels to be strong. Don't bring me back into shameless lust when you gave me a few moments of haya and I experienced that. Hmm? You understand? And Okay, now I will see Paul's actually and show you another thing which I want to show you in dua. Whenever you make these Arabic duas, right? So I told you, read it so you recite it. Understand it so you feel the meaning and feeling. And then afterwards, continue and make dua in your own language, in your own words, on the same meaning and feeling. So this is exactly the example I gave you. So say the words, And then after that, say, like I was saying in English, Don't let me start missing my fajr after you gave me tawfiq to pray it. Don't turn me back to screen after you gave me tawfiq to leave it. Don't let me get angry again after you gave me calmness. Whatever it is in your own language, you talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So once you get the feeling, you have to run with the feeling. You actually have to go even beyond the words that are transmitted to your own munajat, your own intimate conversation with Allah Ta'ala. That's what munajat means, your own intimate conversation with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Formal guftu karen wo namaz hai. Apne nijji baate bataayin wo dua hai. Ab kehate mujhe nijji baate karna nahi aata. To aapne bhi ek kareem sasa ki nijji baate sikhe, samjhe, padhe. Or unke nijji baate padhne, kehne se wo kefiat, ahwal, jazbaat aapke dil mein aayenge. Phir aap apne nijji baate karen. That's called munajat, munajat. Intimate conversation with Allah Subhanahu Wa Wahablana min ladunka rahma. Again, gift us with from your zat, your khas special mercy. Again, I'm in this low, I'm stuck, I need you to send that special mercy on me to get me out. Inna ka wahab. Again, mention a name according to what you asked. You are the one who gives gifts, you are the bestower. Ab de wahab. Du'as to ask. Now our problem is now, another thing I want to highlight from this, this is the perfect example of the du'a that people know and recite, but without understanding, without meaning, without feeling. Is the problem? It's <laughs> another problem that we've done. We butchered the du'as by reciting them mindlessly. Hmm? Hmm? Allah Akbar. Koi hoshe aap kya keh rahe? Koi hoshe aap kisko keh rahe? 
کوئی دل میں کوئی مقصد کی بنا پر اس چیز کو کہہ رہے یا اس کو بس ایک رسم رواج بنا دیا اللہ میں تو اپنے حال آپ کے سامنے بیان کر رہا ہوں I will tell you a few more because there's, just, there's hundreds of them. Tell Allah, just to give you some numbers, Rakhad, this book uh, changes it in days. There's about a good four or five hundred in here. Good four or five hundred du'as in here. So let me also tell you that because, you know, before some of the people leave, or start leaving. So what you should do, see, I even did it sometimes. What you do is you take any book as an example. Whatever book you are comfortable with, whichever ulama you have trust with, whatever you want. As long as it's mustanad, means it's properly referenced and the du'as are authentic. Okay? You take that book and you go through it once and you circle the ones that you feel are more, that you need that more right now in your life. So you don't have to do all of them. I've also circled. You can see I've circled these as well. I've also folded the pages. Take it. Because you're not going to be able, I know that you don't have time to make 500, I don't have time to make 500 du'as a day. You circle. And you start using. Now start slowly. Circle a few. Get them down well. Keep reciting them till you understand them, then you know the meaning, you have the feeling. When you're ready for more, circle a few more. Take it slow, no problem. And try to do this every day. You should have a daily practice, daily amal. Of reciting, understanding, feeling, dua. Even if it's just one, start with one if you want, no problem with that. Take one dua, run with it. Then start a second one. So this I'm giving you in this hub for years. Just these two books can take you years. Years looking at skewper. So you have to give your life for your life. I have to say that I have 40-50 years of life. That's me. And it's good. So why did Allah give your life for your life? اس پر لگانے کے لیے اس پر لگانے کے لیے سوچو تو نو پرابلم گیو اٹ ایئرس اللہ ول گیو یو ایئرس ان شاء اللہ اینڈ یو اسپینڈ گڈ ایئرس آف یور لائف اینڈ یو ہیو گڈ آمال ان شاء اللہ دا ڈے ججمنٹ سو دیٹ تھنگ یو اٹ اٹ اے ویری پریکٹیکل تھنگ اٹس آن ہیئر دا دواز بی امیز با دا دواز لو دا دواز اینڈ واک وے اینڈ ڈو نتھنگ Every Jummah khutbah we walk away, we do nothing because of it. Hmm? Ramadan comes and leaves, we still do nothing. Hajj karkaratay, we still do nothing. Hmm? So you have to start small, start daily. Pick one few du'as and work on them every day. Alright? But, I will keep sh- showing you a few more. But takriban now, the maqsad that I wanted was I basically gave you all the Methods, like I told you, to open the du'a, understand the du'a, use the du'a, practice the du'a. It was really the method I was trying to train you in. Du'as to mashal, there's so many of them. Alright? But there, like I said, there are a couple of it towards the end, so maybe I will just uh, move a bit.
چلو یہ بھی ایک چیز آپ کو پڑھا دیتا ہوں بیکاز دس از سم تھنگ دیٹ وی نو رب جعلنی مقیم الصلاۃ و من ذریتی ربنا وتقبل دعاء رائٹ سو دس از ا ویری امپورٹنٹ تھنگ تھری ویری امپورٹنٹ تھنگز ہیئر دیٹ یو بیکم ریگولر ان یور صلاۃ یو بیکم ریگولر ان صلاۃ دیٹس فرض رائٹ دیٹس یور بگیسٹ ڈیوٹی ود حقوق اللہ Number two, that you do, your children turn out such that, partly because of this dua, but also because of your effort of talim and tarbiyat and targheeb, that they also become regular in salah. This is a major part of the hukuk al-ibad. And after hukuk Allah and hukuk al-ibad being fulfilled, there's another thing which is the qurb and muqbooliyat and mahbubiyat in the law. So that is it. Rabbana wa taqabbal dua. And that Allah Ta'ala accepts this du'a and then accepts all du'as. You become mustajab al-dawat. That's the ultimate end of this du'a. Rabbana wa taqabbal du'a. This just few words. A lot of deen is in this words. Right? And now you will see who made this du'a from their heart. So there's a clue there on the... Who made this du'a from their heart? Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. And now you saw what he got. <laughs> oh, he was regular. So regular on his heart that Allah Ta'ala told us, Ummah, I told you yesterday, to make his musallah. <laughs> to ittaghad the maqam Ibrahim, to take maqam Ibrahim as a musallah. Look how much he got. When min dhuriyati, all his children weren't just for mansallah, his children were for anbiya. And dhuriya means all the way down, he got Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa The real imam of anbiya wal mursaleen, imam of all musalleen, who led all the anbiya and salah in the isra in Baytul Muqaddas. And what was the third thing? Huh? Rabbana wa taqabbal dua. Obviously he was makbul, mustajabah dawat. All anbiya are mustajabah dawat. But he must have read it from his heart, right? So this is, the life of Ibrahim a.s. is proof that one line heartfelt dua can change a person's whole life. Hmm? So this is, maybe this is a dua that somebody wants to start with because it's short. Especially if you have children, or even if you're not married yet, you should already have fikr for your children. Yeah. The earlier you start on this, now obviously tribiyat of children can't be done until they're born, but dua for them can be done. The earlier you start, the more you will get results. Alright? And it also shows that this is not, okay, somebody says, I can't pray fajr regularly. Are you making this dua or not? Are you be making dua, Rabbi Jalni Mukim Asan said, no. So what are you asking me for? I say, رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِ رَبَّنَا وَتَكَمْبَلْ دُعَا نبی ابراہیم علیہ السلام اللہ حکمہ عجیب and this is this is deen this is نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم also this is all امت also because this is قرآن کریم then رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّا وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَوْمَ يَكُومُ الْحِسَابِ Hmm? So I forgive me and my two parents and all believers on the day in which you will establish the reckoning, the hisab. That's all done now. Akhir bi agis me. 
children aage parents aage that's the master hukukul ibad is your children and parents all right and then the master amal is salah and all the master sins forgiven by rabban aghfirli hmm to two sentence very short two phrase it's really actually one sentence one long sentence dua we just had to split it up because of adding the english translation it's actually one sentence all right so one sentence dua that allah taala loves so much that allah swt put it in quran cream for me and you to use and to feel that we did before already Okay, then there were some that they could not, uh, because I skipped. So actually we only made the presentation enough as we had time, but what I rather did was I skipped some of these, because there are a few which I had circled, which did not make it in here. Let me actually start from here, this will be easier. Okay, so this is not yet there, but inshallah we will also, what I'm about to say now is not in the presentation, but we will add these uh you know inshallah very shortly and put this up on the website maybe just call part 2 or just add it to this okay so one dua this is uh so one sahabi he went to nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he asked him a question hmm is ajeeb now this is like i mean this would have been the last thing i would have told you but again because i'm getting worried that you people your concentration thoras down or i mujhe mehsoos ho raha hai right Okay now this is a very important dua this dua covers the whole workshop one sahabi allah taala gave him in yahmukullah allah taala gave him infinite jazaa khair he asked a perfect question to the prophet sallam for our purposes today he asked the ya rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam you make many times duas that are amazing but we can't remember them ourselves taken <laughs> you make many duas and we hear them and they're amazing but we can't remember them ourselves so then rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he told him okay shall i tell you one dua that will encompass include all of my duas oh sahaba kaam ke dilo ke shall i tell you one dua that will encompass and include all my duas what is that allah ma inni asaluka min khair ma sa'alaka minka nabiyyuka muhammadun sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah taala i ask from you Every single thing that Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ever asked from you, I'll become min sharri masta'ad min ka nabiyyuka Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I seek refuge in you from everything that Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sought refuge in you from until musta'an wa alaykal balaq wa la hawla wa la kuta illah billahi al-aliyyil azim. Bas. So let's say you can't remember all of these or any of the oh, this is only for the sorry. Uh let's say you can't remember any of these or all of these or you're still working or you're just about to start. This could be the bare minimum one dua. Let's say somebody said was the bare minimum one dua. But it's now you can make this dua with more feeling that you went through this workshop because you know what you're missing. Because when the sahabi asked he had heard these amazing duas. So there was the hasrat hogi jab aapko pata ho kaun si cheez aapse reh jaye. تو یہ ورکشاپ کا یہ بنیادی مقصد تھا 
کہ آپ کے سامنے ایک دفعہ آ جائیں وٹ ور مسنگ اینڈ حسرت and yearning should come and now you can otherwise some people make this dua also unfortunately they also race through this one <laughs> even this one has been you know the people just recited they have no idea really what they're what they're really saying so all these duas that we did and all those hundreds i told you are in here you can make niyat of all of them then even those like i told you there's some secret duas secret method there undisclosed duas that the prophet must have made that we don't know all of that is included also in this dua And who told us the Prophet himself, he said that, that this du'a encompasses all my du'as. وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةَ لِلْعَالَمِينَ Ajeeb, mercy. Immediately jawab diya. Yineh ki sorch kar batanga. Immediately told that sahabi. Allahu Akbar. Sarandata yu du'a. That will include all of them. Ajeeb. This is Sayyidina Abu Umama radhi Allah ta'ala an. Allah Ta'ala unke darajat balan farmai. It's a very important dua. Asma, what uh, our friend did initially that we just put the things in the PowerPoint according to what I circled, but that you can see this is the last one I circled from this book, so we didn't get to that. Uh, but it's important for you to have it. Alright. Another one. Ah, another very important one. This has been narrated uh, by Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim, Rimullah Ta'ala, both. This is sometimes called, sometimes, the, not, it's not formally given this name, sometimes it's called Du'a Nur, because Nabi Karim said, in fact, right here once last time in the workshop, right here in this place from this very book, I recited this Du'a to you, then as well, last time I came. Allah maj'al fi kalbi nura. وَفِي بَسْرِ نُورَ وَفِي سَمْئِ نُورَ وَأَنْ يَمِينِ نُورَ وَأَنْ شِمَالِ نُورَ وَمِنْ خَلْفِ نُورَ وَمِنْ أَمَامِ نُورَ وَجْعَلْ مِنْ فَوْكِ نُورَ وَمِنْ تَحْتِ نُورَ اللَّهُمَ آتِنِ نُورًا وَجْعَلْ لِي نُورًا وَفِي أَصْبِ نُورًا وَفِي لَحْمِ نُورًا وَفِي دَمِ نُورًا وَفِي شَعْرِ نُورًا وَفِي بَشْرِ نُورًا وَفِي لِسَانِ نُورًا وَجْعَلْ فِي نَفْسِ نُورًا وَأَعْظِمْ لِي نُورًا وَجْعَلْ لِي نُورًا This long dua, Nabi Yaqub is making dua to Allah, 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 grant me nur in my heart, grant me nur in my right, and my left, and my front, and my back, from above, from below, put nur in my my marrow, in my bones, in my marrow, put nur in my nafs, Allahu Akbar, put nur in my nafs, Hajib, put nur in my tongue, waj alli nura, or just make me nur, that's how it ends, hmm, Dua Nur. You make this dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Even okay, you can't make the dua or you can't always read it, you don't have the book. Allah maj'alli, Allahumaj alfi kalbi nura, waj'alli nura. Just take the first part and the end part. For a short one, until you can do the long run. Alright? Allahumaj alfi kalbi nura, waj'alli nura, Allah ta'ala, Put nur in my kalb and grant me and make me nur entirely. Alright? This is also very important. Dua of uh, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Another dua from the sunnah. So this was narrated by Imam Bukhari Muslim. That was in the sunnah of Tirmidhi. This is in the Muslim of Imam Ahmad Rumulatala. And this is a beautiful, this is that dua, that, uh, one of the examples. Umm Mu'minin Sayyidah Aisha, she narrates about this dua 
that this is the dua that the Prophet used to make in sajda in tahajjud at home. And she was there, so she could hear that. Hmm? This is the dua that the Prophet would make in sujood when he would pray tahajjud. Narrated by Imam Ahmad Ta'ala, who is from the Tabai Tabin in his Musnad. Not always. She said that she, once she heard the Prophet recite this dua. Rabbi Ati Nafsi Takwaha wa Zakkiha Anta Khairu Man Zakaha Anta Waliyuha wa Mawlaha. Rabbi, O oh my Rabb, grant my nafs Tazkiyah. So especially for those of us who are in this path of Tazkiyah to nafs, this is a very important dua to make. Rabbi Ati Nafsi Takwaha that O oh my Rabb, grant my nafs Takwa wa Zakkiha and do Tazkiyah of my nafs, purify my nafs. Anta khairu man zakaha. You are the best of those who purify nafs. Who is the best who purify nafs? Shaykh? No. Who is the best who purifies nafs? Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's mazaki yakiki. And if you say that and you always reaffirm that, even books, shuyukh, ulama, bayan, tafsir, hadith will all do your tazkiyah. As long as you remember, it's really ultimately Allah who does your tazkiyah. Hmm? So this is a beautiful dua of Nabi Yukareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then he said an ajeeb thing, Anta waliyuha wa mawlaha, Allah tell you are the wali of my nafs. Of my nafs. <laughs> what does it mean? You are the friend of my nafs, <laughs> so you should want my nafs to be pure. You are the benefactor, caretaker, nurturer of my nafs, so you should make it pure. Wa mawlaha, you are the master of my nafs. So me, I'm not the master of my nafs, you are the master of my nafs. But the Prophet said these words. And that's why I told you he did, because some people think, oh, he just said Taliman. He was saying it in sajda, in tahajjud. Right? He is saying it for himself, but not because he has sins. But this is his level of wanting purity. Hmm? His level of wanting to be even more pure, even more pristine. His wanting more. Because taqwa is such a mahboob thing. Taqwa is endless. You don't arrive even for the anbiya taqwa is endless. So they just wanted more. They just wanted more. So it's a very important dua to make. This we did already. Actually, this is another good dua. This is in the sunan of Imam Tirmidhi. This is a dua that uh, the Prophet once told the sahabi that this dua will help you. But there's more to this dua. But I want to tell you that as well, that this dua will help you if you are in debt or loan. And the words of Allah use for that sahabi, that even if you are in a mountain of debt, mountain, pahar, jabal, what is the dua? Very short dua. Allahumma kfini bihalalika an haramik wa agnini bifadlika amman siwak. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant me that, uh, save me from haram by making Halal sufficient for me. By making halal sufficient for me. And, وَأَغْنِنِي بِفَضْلَكَ أَمَّنْ سِوَاكْ Make me mustagni from everyone other than you. Make me, don't make me dependent on creation. Which is the, right now, because if you're in a state of loan, you are dependent on, you were dependent on that person. Right? So for istighna and ghina, this is a dua. Alright, so one use of this dua is this. Now, there's nothing I want to train you. Even if it's mentioned in hadith that the Prophet taught Sahaba this dua for a reason, still the dua is deeper than that. 
you can make dua. Let's say there's a young man who's not married, right? And he's worried. Or young woman, man, well, any person, even middle, whatever, a person is not married. And they're worried that because they're not married, they may fall prey to impermissible desires. They should make this dua. Allah akfini bihalalika na haramik. Yani make it easier for me to do nikah. And let me, let that which is, okay. A person who is married. A person who is married. But is being tempted by affair. Should make this dua. Allah Ta'ala make the halal because I'm in nikah. Make the halal sufficient for me. Enough that it keeps me away entirely from that which is haram. Alright. وَأَغْنِنِي بِفَلِّكَ أَمَّنْ سِبَاك Alright, and make me independent of every single being other than you. This is also done. Okay, few from here, so we don't miss this also. If you ever travel, again, although this door is not khas for that, uh, in fact, let me just say the dua, then I explain to you multiple meanings. So this dua has been, uh, uh, this is a dua from Quran al-Karim. Rabbi adkhilni mudkhala sidkiyun wa akhirijni mukhraja sidkiyun waj'alli min ladunka sultanun nasira. Alright. What this dua means is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, grant me, it's hard to translate this in English, Mudkhala Sidkin, grant me a way of entering, a place of entry that is on pure truth. This can mean many things. On the one hand, when it was used for travel, it means let me enter this town in a state of Sidk. It also means you can use it for beginning anything. Whenever you are about to begin something, you make this dua that, Yalla, at the very beginning, make this activity, me, activity for me pure Sidk with pure ikhlas. Can be for deen, can be for dunya. You enroll in a class to understand tafsir, you make this dua. You're about to start new halal tayyib earning, you make this dua. That make my entry point into this matter or affair, an entry that at the very beginning, at the outset, at the start, is on pure sidkin ikhlas. So obviously if it's travel, ultimately when you leave, let my exit departure from this place be on uh, absolute pure sidq. Alright? It can also mean for activity, when I graduate from the course, let me at that time also have sidq and ikhlas. Whenever I finish this activity, let me even then means along the way, don't let me get corrupted by pride and arrogance. Don't let me get corrupted by my success. Let me, my end also be on the same sidq and ikhlas and talab in which my beginning is on. Alright? وَجْعَلِّي مِنْ لَدُنْكَ سُلْطَانٌ nasira. So Sultan al-Nasira, this is Sultan is Allah Ta'ala's absolute authority, and Nasir is Allah Ta'ala's absolute help. So from your absolute authority over all affairs, Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala send me some absolute help and madad from you. 
So that is also a dog a person can make any time a person wants any khas help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If a person feels that they are prey to waswasa uh, from shaitan, waswasa means from shaitan. So there's a dua that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in Quran al-Kareem. And Sahaba Ikram used to teach this to the Tabeen specifically for this reason. So it's narrated that Sayyidina Abdullah bin Amr radiallahu anhu used to teach the Tabeen this dua to protect one, dua from Quran, Surah Al-Mu'minun, verses 97 to 98, to protect one from the wasabas of shaitan. Dua is as follows. Rabbi a'udhubika min hamazat shaitan wa'udhubika rabbi an yahdurun O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I seek your refuge from the hamazat, from the temptings, promptings, whisperings, in instigations of shaitan, the proddings of shaitan. And I seek refuge in you, my Rabb, I yahadurun, that even the shayateen should be hadr, even that they come to me. So first I seek refuge that they prempt me, prod me, insinuate, and then, Ya Allah, I seek refuge from you, even kibu hadrina. They shouldn't even come to me. Hmm? So this is a sufficient dua. Anybody who thinks, there's, there's no, there's no amil who can give you a dua better than this. There's no, there's, there's no need for that. Abmei aapko, uh, what, what, what type of example can I give you people? If I give you one big of biryani, do you need Big Mac? If you eat the entire day of biryani, would there still be room for Big Mac? Hmm? Once you have this dua, there's no need even for anything else. What, what falsafa, nazriya is it that suggests that this dua is, is not, oh, it's kabankar, just turn it off, it shouldn't be on anyway. Is not kafi or shafi for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is not, is not, uh, what dua is not kafi or shafi enough for you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Okay, then another important dua as far as akhirah. Alright, and this is a specific, but there are many duas like this, which, that this is a whole class of duas. Uh, also from Quran al-Kareem, you will find many of them which are about Jahannam. رَبَّنَا صْرِفْ أَنَّا أَذَابَ جَهَنَّمْ إِنَّا أَذَابَهَا كَانَ غَرَامًا That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turn away from us the tremendous punishment and torment of the fire of Jahannam because indeed its punishment, غَرَامًا, means it will keep continuing. It will keep continuing. And so there are many du'as like that that should also be part of our du'as. Entry into Jannah and staying away, seeking refuge from, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from uh, the fire of Jahannam. Then a very short du'a, very short du'a, if ever you feel overwhelmed by anything, overwhelmed, but let me recite and I'll explain to you. Annim maghloobun fantasir. That's it. Annim maghloobun fantasir. That Allah tells I'm maghloob. Nafs is ghalib on me. Shahwat is ghalib on me. Lalit is ghalib on me. Depression is ghalib on me. Susti is ghalib on me. Ghaflat is ghalib on me. Anything. Annim maghloobun fantasir. There's another sometimes you'll see in du'a, sometimes in du'a, Strictly speaking, fantasir is what we call sikhai amr. It's a command form. But it's not like you're commanding Allah Ta'ala, but you're so desperate. Hmm? Rather than asking Allah Ta'ala, you kind of tell Allah Ta'ala. And out of desperation, that just help me. That's what this dua means. But this is a very short dua. Hmm? 
انی مغلوبن فنتصر انی مغلوبن فنتصر سورت القمر سورت 54 verse 10 now just so you know the context what is this this is the dua of Sayyidina Nuh alayhi salam after 900 plus years because 950 years he was alive 900 plus years of giving dawa to his people 900 years a lot of dawa <laughs> and then they wouldn't accept it finally he said I'm maghloob <laughs> yani my dawa is not being ghalib on them I'm maghloob fantasif hmm? so you say your children aren't listening to you make this dawa you say your students aren't listening to you <laughs> make this dawa hmm Strictly speaking, you could use all these du'as for your dunya as well, but I'm trying to teach you to use these dunyas for your akhirat and deen. Magar dunya par bhi lag jata hai. Ab bandha socha ki office mein next time boss ka kare ga na make honga anni maghloob and vantasir. Huh? Magar ek or sata soch padhai. There's more, there's much more, more. Don't, don't. And, and that is wrong to only use it for dunya. Beto, I was telling you the du'as that are about dunya, you use them for deen. Then can you imagine how horrific it is that the du'as that are actually about akhirat and deen to use them only for dunya? Hmm? Allah Akbar Kabira. This one was done. Yeh bhi ajeeb du'ai. Uh, slightly wrong, but it's another beautiful du'a. So the Imam Bukhari narrated the Sadiq that, again, Umum Mu'mineen Sayyidah Aisha, it's khas, you know, it's in hadith ka fan se torasa waqfiyat hone chahe. Sometimes it is more of, it, 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 it affects the rang and zok of the hadith when you know who narrated it. So this is also from Umum Mu'mineen Sayyidah Aisha, this is Nabiya Kareem Sassam's intimate, khas, private munajat and du'as to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his ghurfa at home. Ajeeb du'a, ajeeb du'a. But this is the, another great istighfar for us uh, sinners who claim that we want to become purified of sin through tazkiyah. Allah maghsil khatayaya bima'i thalji wal barad. Allah ta'ala wash away, ghusl, do ghusl of my sins. Shower away, purge me, drench me, power, wash my sins away. With snow and hail water. So one is okay, wash my sins in a rainstorm. And it's interesting because I don't know, but to the best of my knowledge, he probably never saw snow. I don't think snows in the place where he lived his whole life. I don't know. Hailstorm and snow. Snow fauna. I've lived in places, Berlin, London, New York, Chicago, where there's huge sometimes snowstorms come. And waki, this is a different feeling than the rainstorm. Hmm? And hail to us, and it's a batter my sins away with hail. Smash them away with a hailstorm. Nabi Kareem says, I'm making this dua. وَنَقِّ قَلْبِ مِنَ الْخَطَايَ كَمَا يُنَقَّ الثَّوْبُ الْأَبْيَضُ مِنَ الدَّنَسِ That purify my qalb, my spiritual heart of sins, the way you, the way a white garment is clean and purified from soil and dirt. وَبَائِدْ بَيْنِ وَبَيْنَ خَتَائِيَ جِيب وَبَائِدْ بَيْنِ وَبَيْنَ خَتَائِيَ كَمَا بَعَدْتَ بَيْنَ الْمَشْرِكِ وَالْمَغْرِبِ That put such a gap, distance, make me so ba'id from my sins the way you have made mashrik ba'id from maghrib. Hmm? 
दुआ नबी हमारे नबी रात में ये दुआ मांगे थे अपने घर वालों के सामने हम अपने घर में रात में अपने घर वालों के सामने क्या करते हैं क्या फर्क है हमें अपने नबी के दरमियान में ज shows a strange marifat of Allah Ta'ala and an in-depth nisbat with Nabiya Kareem. So this is real nisbat. This is called nisbat. To be able to compile a book like this, this is called nisbat ma'Allah and nisbat with Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Alhamdulillah, the people today maybe don't do so much qadr of it, but the it, collection itself was very makabool. And Alhamdulillah, many, I don't know how many, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands have been printed. And people have used this. And some mashayikh even, because what Sheikh Azulayim himself would teach his students, once they had got their basic Quran al-Kareem down, basic Salah down, basic Istighfar Salawat down, so then he divided this, it was not necessary, but he divided it into seven parts and said at least read one-seventh of it. So within one week you can at least once offer these du'as. So then maybe they're not daily, but they become weekly du'as. And that is indeed a very great amal. Somebody once asked me that do I have ijazah from you to recite munajat al-makbool? I was surprised. I was a little bit of a surprised. I was a little bit of a I need ijazah from you. Allah Allah. Allah Akbar. No, it's not like that. You don't need ijazah from a shaykh to recite the du'as of the Prophet ﷺ. Yes, you can have teaching of shaykh, guidance of shaykh, targheeb of shaykh, explanation of shaykh. You don't need permission from a shaykh. You're thinking, no, I was worried that these du'as are a bit heavy. La hawla wa la illa billah. You should recite these. And if you can do that, it's a wonderful thing if you can recite that section or like I said, you can, I'm telling myself, I also do ikhtisar, you circle some in every section, at least recite those. Try, try. Because these are du'as of, a lot of them are from Quran, and then from the sunnah of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And it's a very, and for me, I think for us right now, in this day and age, this is probably, Allahu alam, not me hatami tawar par, kati tawar but probably the single best collection if you want one stop shop, one book, if I, if you told me just recommend one book, I would recommend this to Manajata Makbul of Sheikh Ashraf Ali Extremely well referenced also. You get everything there, surah number, ayah number, hadith, all of it is there, Ravi. You will get a lot. Sometimes there's even a little bit of explanation as well. Like what we're trying to do for you today, sometimes there's that as well. Alright. And you 
obtain it in Urdu, in English, however you want, and you start circling and you start making these du'as. Alright? And this is a very important amal. And inshallah, you will see yourself, Mujizki, why do I have to prove deen to you? You will see it yourself if inshallah ta'ala you accept this and you realize that you have to make these du'as and you start making them, you will see your life change. Your life change. And the only thing that will be left is a hasrat that you didn't make these du'as sooner. Hmm? Alright? So inshallah we end uh, on this. So we've given you some du'as from all three. From the Quran and Sunnah, but from these three collections. That one long du'a I didn't do, do for you, I would just tell you that verbally. So there was a Baddu Sahabi who once he made a du'a and the Prophet happened to be passing by and heard his du'a. And the Bi'akareem Sallallahu loved his du'a so much. Hmm? And even the Arabic of the, the du'a is ajeeb. It's very, what we call fasi and baligh, it's very eloquent Arabic. And you know, that's why also I would say, I would caution you, in the name of adab, that don't use this word baddu. Because the Bedouins, no doubt they were, Bedouins were still highly literate in Arabic. And actually when Allah Ta'ala says in Quran that He revealed Quran, Quran and Arabiya, that was lisan of the Badu. That dialect of Quraysh, the Arabic of the Quraysh was the Arabic of the Bedouin. And that's why there was a time, and we don't do that anymore, but there was a time when even people who were aspiring to be ulama would go live in the desert with the Bedouins for a few months or a year or some time to learn pure pristine Arabic. So you don't want your, actually the word Baddu, Bedouin, refers to the highest level of literate Arabic in which Allah Ta'ala revealed Qur'an. So you don't want to convert that into an Urdu word which means somebody who's stupid because they're uneducated, they're not of university degree. You understand what I'm saying? Alright? And when the Sahaba Kram and when the Muhaddithin use this term when they're saying Bedouin Sahabi, what they meant by that it was the Sahabi who was not Sakin, not Nazil, not resident of Madi Munawra. He was there living his desert life, but he came and accepted Imam al and he would go back and he would come, he was a nomad. He wasn't always there. That's all they mean by that. They don't mean it's uneducated or illiterate. And that dua, I mean, cause I can't, that's in the Arabic, is so high that I, I can't memorize that. But more than that, his dua was makbul pasan by the Prophet ﷺ. What more do you want? <laughs> what more stamp do you want on the badu? <laughs> that his dua was beloved by Nabi Kareem Sallallahu And then so then it became Sunnah. <laughs> that is enough to make it Sunnah. Ajib. <laughs> this is Shan of Sahaba. This in fact this dua I can explain to you very important Aqidah, Aqidah, not even Nazriya. اب سنے غور سے میں اس کو پہلے اردو میں کرتا ہوں پھر انگلیس میں کرتا ہوں وہ صحابی جو بدو تھا اس کی دعا کے الفاظ اس کی زبان کے الفاظ نبی کریم سلسل کو پسند آگئے ان کے الفاظ سنت بن گئے تو جو بزات خود صحابہ کم از خود تھے وہ نبی کریم کو پسند آئے وہ کیا ہے اس نے اہل سنت والجماعت سارے صحابہ اس میں شامل سمجھ گئے جس دیز ورڈز آف دعا آف ون صحابی بیکاز دا پروسم لائک ٹو دیم ہز لائکنگ دیم اینڈ ایکسپریسنگ ہز لائک فار دیم میڈ دیٹ دعا ان ٹو سننا سو دین ہاؤ منی ٹائمز آف دا پروسم ایکسپریس اینڈ ہاؤ منی ٹائمز اللہ تعالیٰ ایکسپریس ہز لو فار آل صحابہ اکرام 
as the Prophet expressed his love for all Sahaba Ikram, hmm? all Sahaba are Sunnat. All Sahaba are part of Sunnat. <laughs> Allah Akbar Kabira, this is Deen. This is Deen. You wouldn't have any, this book wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Sahaba Ikram, because it's Sahaba Ikram who shared with us these beautiful du'as of Nabi Akram, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You wouldn't have Quran Akram in your copy of Quran Akram in your home. It's Sahaba Ikram who Shared Quran with the Tabin. So, hmm? that's also something, that hadith is also a proof that you can make your own dua with your own words. Alright? And I told you the best way to do that is to start with these Quranic and Sunnah duas and get that feeling and then with that feeling make dua in your own language and your own words according to that feeling. Alright? And that's a very important, that's not here in the workshop. Uh, because those are going to be my words and your words, but you should make that also daily. So daily, some of the transmitted du'as, and daily practice of making your own du'as. And then if you want to know a very good time to do that, that's after every first salah. You know, just like there's a hadith, that at the time of the hajj du'as are accepted, just like that there's a hadith, that after salat al-muqtuba, that after the first salah, du'as are accepted. That's acceptable. So you have five prayers already, Satika, so you're not getting the du'as after Salatul Tahajjud, but you can get the du'as after Salatul Fajr, Salatul Du'ar, Salatul Asr, Salatul Maghrib, Salatul Isha. Hmm? And that's farther than Tahajjud, is nothing. Anyway. <laughs> Alright? So this means that try after your Salah to practice these du'as. That's a good time to practice du'a. To learn du'a, to make du'a, to offer du'a. Alright? And yes, another time is the last third of the night. Another time that's mentioned, Kubuliyatul Dua in Hadith, is when you had the opportunity to sin, but you didn't. You had the chance to sin. Maybe some woman walked in your office and she was attractive, you didn't look at her because you remembered Allah Ta'ala. Right there you make Dua. That's the time to make Dua. Kubuliyatul Dua. Alright. So learn the du'as, learn the times to make du'a, put these two things together. Inshallah we'll fly in our deen. If itna to, we hope that Allah Ta'ala accepts this workshop as this. Samaj <laughs> Huh? And you go home and you do this, if you practice it. <laughs> huh? Then it continues from there. This is the people who are there in the beginning will understand what I'm doing. One shibr and one dira. Hmm? Then you will get ba, and then you keep doing it. Oh, and then you are walking, and then Allah Taala's mercy and curb will come fleeing. Deep, deep. Allah Taala, accept our coming here, our sitting here. May Allah Taala fill our hearts with the feelings of du'a. May Allah Taala fill our mind with the meanings of du'a. May Allah Taala grant us a life upon du'a, a death upon du'a. And may Allah Ta'ala grant us on that day of judgment the joy and happiness and delight and lazat of gazing upon the expression of His pleasure. Wa akhirat da'wana and alhamdulillah hiram bin adami. Rabbana dhalamna anfusana wa illam takfir lana asubhanallahi wa bihamdi subhanallah al-azim. Allahumma sunni ala sinuna Muhammad wa ala ala sinuna Muhammad wa barik wa sallim. Rabbana dhalamna anfusana wa illam takfir lana wa talhamna lanakunanna min al-khasirin. Rabbi gfir warhamma anta khayrul rahimin. 
ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب يا الله بكريم ويسيت يو اكسبت اور كامينج هير اكسبت اور ليرنينج اكسبت اور نيت يا رب جرانت اس ايفري خير ذات از نون تو يو بروتكت اس فروم ايفري شر ذات از نون تو يو وي ار بكريم وي اسك ابون يو ذات يو جرانت اس اول ذا خير ذات نبي كريم صلى الله عليه وسلم ايفر اسك يو بوبليكلي ايفر اسك يو برايفتلي ايفر اسك يو ذات از نوت نون تو اس اند وي سيك ريفيوج فروم ايفري ايفل ذات نبي كريم صلى Allah sought refuge from whether he sought refuge publicly or privately in a way that has never been disclosed to us yet we ask that you grant us every hair that you know and protect us from every shard that you know yet we ask that you purify our nafs discipline our nafs that you take all the sins away from our heart as you purified the color white from every impurity ya rabbi kareem we ask that you grant us all the duas that we recited today whether we recited in arabic we recited in translation accepted from the heart ya rabbi kareem make it a haqiqi dua ya rabbi kareem ya rabbi ask that you send your ajr thawab on all the sahaba ikram radiyallahu ta'ala anmujmain for transmitting these duas to all the muhaddi for gathering and compiling these duas to all the shiuk Imam al-Ghazali Shaykh al-Shaykh al Tanvi and so many others who explained and taught these duas Ya Rabbi Kareem grant us fuzzle from your fuzzle Ya Rabbi grant us from your rahmah Ya Rabbi grant us from your ilm Ya Rabbi grant us from your afu Ya Rabbi make us people of dua Ya Rabbi Kareem soften our hearts towards the deen fill our heart with the deen inspire our heart towards deen attach our hearts to deen Ya Rabbi Kareem Detach us from this world Remove the pleasures of the world Grant us the pleasures of deen Ya Rabbi Kareem Forgive us Ya Rabbi We are overly indulged in dunya Overly fond of dunya Overly passionate of dunya Ya Rabbi Kareem Now we make toba Ya Rabbi We want to be overly fond of you We want to be overly passionate of you We want our heart to be inclined towards you Help us Ya Rabbi Kareem Guide us Ya Rabbi Kareem You are the best of those who guide The best of those who grant the best of those who purify you are one and only Rabb Ya Allah and we are your ibad we pledge ourselves again to you Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta wa nashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluhu Ya Rabbi Kareem please accept our iman over and over again guide us Ya Rabbi Kareem love us Ya Rabbi Kareem accept us Ya Rabbi Kareem be happy and pleased with us Ya Rabbi Kareem take us out from every sinful action take us out from every shameful thought take us out from every unlawful desire take us out from every shameful ambition Ya Rabbi Kareem grant us desires of deen ambitions of deen passions of deen wishes on deen Ya Allah Ya Rabbi Kareem apne rahmat karam fazl se in duaon ki barkat se Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ka ishq hame ata farma wo kis ahsan andaz se hap ko pakarte te wo kaise hap se mohabbat karte te hum bhi unki امتی ہیں یہی وراثت ہمیں بھی نصیب فرما یہی نسبت ہمیں بھی عطا فرما یہی احوال کیفیات ہمیں بھی نصیب فرما جیسے وہ آپ کو پکارتے تھے ہم بھی آپ کے ایسے پکارنے والے بننا چاہتے ہیں آپ کے ایسے ہی چاہنے والے بننا چاہتے ہیں آپ ہی کے پناہ میں پناہ لینا چاہتے ہیں اور آپ کی خیرات سے خیر مانگنا چاہتے ہیں آپ کرم کر دیجئے ہمیں سمجھ عطا فرما عمل کی توفیق نصیب فرما آ مال کو 
پسند فرما اور ان اعمال کو یا رب اپنے قبولیت سے شرف نصیب فرما اور شرف قبولیت عطا فرما یاد ربی کریم این موقع پر ان کی سنت سیرت کی ہدایت نصیب فرما صحیح موقع پر ان کی باتوں کو یاد کرنا اور آپ کے سامنے دورا کر پیش کرنا نصیب فرما ہر لمحہ ہر آن ہمارے پوری زندگی کو سنت کی روشنی میں گزارنا نصیب فرما سنت کا نور نصیب فرما سنت کا سکون نصیب فرما سنت کے لذت عطا فرما یعنی بکریم ہم بے بس ہو چکے ہیں ہمارے دل سخت ہو رہے ہیں یا رب دین کی لذتیں سے بہت دور ہو چکے ہیں آپ کے اطاف فرما بدارے کو چھوڑ چکے ہیں آپ مہربانی کر لیجئے ابدیت دے دیجئے اپنا غلامی دے دیجئے اطاعت دے دیجئے فرم مداری دے دیجئے تقوی عنایت فرما حیا نصیب فرما ہمیں اعمال عطا اچھے اعمال کرنے کی توفیق عطا فرما اچھے اخلاق اپنانے کی توفیق نصیب فرما اچھے کاموں کرنے کے نصیب فرما اچھے خدمات انجام دینے کے لیے قبول فرما یاد نبی کریم ہمیں بھی قیامت کے دن اپنی رضا عطا فرما قیامت کے دن وہ تمام خیرات ہمیں بھی نصیب فرما ہر دعا کی جزا اور اجر ثواب آخرت کے لیے ہمارے لیے سمر بنا سرمایہ بنا یا بکریم جنت الفردوس نصیب فرما جہنم سے نجات عطا فرما جہنم کی آگ سے بچت نصیب فرما جہنم کی گرمی گرم ہوا بھی نہ لگنے دینا جہنم کے دیدار بھی نہیں کروانا جہنمیوں کے عذاب بھی نہیں دیدار کروانا ان کی آوازوں بھی نہ سنانا رحمت کر لیجئے فضل کر لیجئے ہر بکریم جنت کی لذتیں چکانا جنت کی آوازیں سنانا جنت کی سیرے کروانا جنت کی دیدار کروانا رحمت کا معاملہ فرما فضل کا معاملہ فرما شرمبی کریم جہنم میں لے جانے والے اعمال سے نجات عطا فرما جنت میں کھینچنے والے اعمال کے دار نصیب فرما معاف کر لیجیے شرم ہم بہت دھوکے میں تھے بہت غلط کر چکے ہیں قسم قسم کے گناہ کرنے والے تھے آپ کے نظر پڑ گئی آپ کی ہدایت کی نظر پڑ جائے ہمارا کام بن جائے گا کرم کر لیجیے رب نیکی کی تعلیم آپ دے رہے ہیں اب ہمیں نیک بنا دیجیے اچھائی کی تعلیم آپ نے پیش کیا ہمیں اچھا بنا دیجیے دین کا علم میں اضافہ ہو رہا ہے عمل میں اضافہ دے دیجیے یا رب رحمت کا معاملہ فرما ہم سب کو قبول کر لیجیے سب کو اچھا بنا دیجیے پورے امت کو یا رب دنیا کے دھوکے سے بچا دیجیے غفلت والوں کاموں سے بچا دیجیے گناہ کے یا رب غالب ہونے سے بچا دیجیے اور پورے امت میں دین کو غالب فرما تقوی کو غالب فرما حیا والا کردار نصیب فرما نیکیوں اور اچھے اعمال کرنے نصیب فرما آپس میں اتفاق محبت پیار عطا فرما ایک دوسرے کی خدمت ہمدردی نصیب فرما اپنے رحمت کرم سے یا رب جس کے دل میں جو دلی فریاد ہے نیک تمنا ہے سب کی دعاؤں کو قبول فرما ربنا تکمل منا ان کا انت سمیع العلیم و تم بولینا ان کا انت تواب الرحیم وصلی اللہ تعالی علی حبیبہ سیدنا محمد وعلی آلہ وصحبہ اجمعین برحمتک یا ارحم الراحمین